Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a Monday, August 22nd episode of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer for BlazersEdge.com and formerly the Trailblazers beat writer for the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back. It's a new week. August is almost over, as as weird as that may seem. And the Locked On Podcast Network keeps on growing. That is something that's going to continue as we continue our ascent as a network. And the NFL side of our podcast network continues to get better we just added locked on titans to our nfl content hosted by terry mccormick and greg arias we have so many teams now that i can't even count Uh, we're we're trying to fill up all of the teams in the nfl and the nba and we're getting there and the nfl continues to grow and of course we also have on our nba side we have Almost all the teams in the NBA covered as of now. Of course, we have Locked On NBA. We also have Locked On NFL. Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs had Danny Green on last week. And this week, he has David Robinson, the Admiral, on his podcast. And you should definitely check that out. Uh, Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we also have Locked On Fantasy Basketball hosted by Josh Lloyd on the Lockdown Podcast Network. And I just had my fantasy football draft on Saturday. Uh, I was down with my buddies. I've been in this league for a long time. Uh, Great draft. Uh, At least I hope so. But if I need any advice, I'm going to listen to Lockdown Fantasy Football, hosted by Vinny Iyer. And I'm told that we're going to have even more NBA and NFL teams as we continue. But you are here now on Lockdown Blazers trying to tune in for a new episode. And last week we had a late second episode, you know, schedules. People got to work things around. We had my buddy and comedian Seth Johnston on the podcast on Saturday, which you should definitely listen to. It was a funny uh, episode. We we discussed Seth's theories on basketball, uh, including the freak theory, uh, which I thought actually applied, or, or the, what we're calling the freak theory or the small sample size theory, which I think could apply to Evan Turner which may give you a little bit more of a, of a positive outlook on the Evan Turner outlook than some of the analysis that we've had on this podcast before, which have mostly been negative. And we also had Casey Holdall on the podcast last week who told us that you know the Blazers are probably a little close to uh, getting a color analyst for their play-by-play, which, of course, they changed this summer by uh, 
moving on from Mike Barrett and Mike Rice, bringing in Kevin Calabro, former Sonics broadcaster, and they're looking to still bring in a, a color analyst. And Casey Holdall told us that that was close on last week's Locked On Blazers. But it's it's that time of year right now where it's it's a slow time of year in in, in terms of NBA news. There's not a whole lot to discuss. There's a reason we're only doing two podcasts a week uh, instead of five, like we will do as we get closer to the season and training camp. But we do have one thing to discuss that you know has been making the rounds a little bit today because the Olympics just ended. Team USA won the gold medal yesterday in dominant fashion over Serbia, but they had some tough games along the way. They had some stumbles. They only won by three against Serbia in the court, in the preliminary rounds. They didn't do too well against Australia for most of the game. They had to fight to win that game. It wasn't the, the super dominant performance that we saw from the team in London or the team in Beijing. And so, of course, now everyone is turning their eyes to the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. And... Greg Popovich is going to be the head coach for that team. Mike Krzyzewski is stepping down as the head coach. And there's you know some relevant things to talk about when it comes to the Blazers because Damian Lillard's name has come up frequently over the course of his NBA career. When we talk about Team USA, he's never made Team USA. He's been in camps. He was one of the last cuts for the 2014 FIBA World Cup team. And... It was a story earlier this season or this past season when Damian Lillard apparently had declined to be included in the 30-man pool that they had as far as to select their team to take to Rio this summer. And he initially declined that. Sean Ford, one of the officials from USA Basketball, flew up to Portland to convince Lillard. Then he also spoke on the phone with Jerry Colangelo after that. And then after all of those discussions, he decided to put his name into the pool for the 30 players. But then after the Blazers season had concluded, as we got closer to the time of selection for the team, Lillard reportedly pulled out from consideration He did have a plantar fasciitis injury that caused him to miss most of the season, or not most of the season, excuse me, most of uh, a a very big chunk of the season. I think it was about three weeks. Uh, That was the time right around Christmas that Lillard sat out. C.J. McCollum kind of took over. Lots of guys started to find some confidence in new roles. Uh, If you remember... You know, C.J. McCollum had that amazing game against the Sacramento Kings where he had like 35, 11, and 9. Uh, they they blew out the Cavaliers without Damian Lillard the day after Christmas, which was a big game. And especially for their the team's confidence, it really, it really picked up after that. But the point is, is that Lillard missed time with that. Plantar fasciitis is an injury that only gets better with rest and time. And for that to happen in the middle of the season, you know, he didn't have the truly adequate amount of time to be able to come back from that and let his foot heal all the way. I think it healed to a certain point, but he did deal with it the whole season. Uh, that, that's that's not an exaggeration. Lillard dealt with that plantar fasciitis issue from January all the way throughout the playoffs. He got over it. Obviously, the Blazers made the playoffs. They got the fifth seed. 
they were able to win in the first round, take advantage of a couple of injuries, and then go play the Warriors. But in theory, he's going to have a chance to have another shot at the Olympics in the 2020 games in Tokyo. And despite the fact that he turned down this opportunity to, to be a part of the team and that that's a good thing. However, some of the comments that Jerry Colangelo made to ESPN's Mark Stein after the conclusion of the games in Rio kind of lead you to believe that maybe he doesn't have that great of a shot because I mean, really his first chance to make team USA, if he's going to have a chance is going to be in 2019 because for some reason the FIBA Basketball World Cup, which is normally held every four years, is actually going to have five years in between tournaments this time around and going to be played in 2019 in China. And that will be Lillard's first chance to be able to make a Team USA roster before they go to Rio. And the comments from Colangelo seem to suggest that he doesn't really have that, that maybe it's going to be tough for uh, a guy like him, a newcomer, to make the team. Uh, one of the things that Colangelo told Stein was we can't go back with 10 new players. That's not going to happen. And so that would lead you to believe that perhaps guys that are first time players, guys that have never been on the team before or never been to an Olympics are going to get a real chance. And, you know, that's probably, that's kind of a bummer, I think for Lillard, because I think probably one of the things that, you know, held him back at, at least before is maybe he didn't really vibe with coach K is just, you know, just thinking out loud here. And, uh, I know he really is a big fan of Tom Thibodeau. He like pretty much every other NBA player respects Greg Popovich, who's going to take over. And that would seem to make Lillard's chances to dampen his chances. Not now, you know, you look at the team, there's guys like Kyle Lowry who made the team this year. He's going to be much older uh, by the time we get to 2020, and I don't think he's going to be on the team. Uh, you look at a guy like Stephen Curry, who's never been on the team before, and you know we'll have to see how the whole Warriors thing goes. But you know, you would assume that they'll add a couple of championships, and maybe he has the sense that you know I need to add an Olympic gold medal to really you know cement my career and. Ben Golliver, friend of the program and writer for Sports Illustrated, did a list of players for that he thinks could be on the team for Tokyo 2020 based off of guys that have never been in the Olympics before, which obviously, you know, is kind of the exact opposite of what Colangelo is talking about. But it's a good list because, you know, it really shows you the amount of guys that Lillard kind of has to work behind to even get a crack if they take some first timers along. Now, Colangelo also doesn't really have that much of a choice when it comes to taking guys that maybe have not been included because you had guys like James Harden who pulled out Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, uh, Steph Curry this year, LeBron James, who LeBron said that he is willing to come back, but in an interview with Rachel Nichols, but you know, who knows if he's really going to want to do that. It could be a, a Kobe situation like 2012 where he's kind of, uh, you know, just kind of shepherding the team along. But you got a bunch of young guys on this team last year. And Lillard was slotted fifth behind guys that 
could potentially be first-time Olympians in Stephen Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Andre Drummond, and John Wall on Golliver's list. And although Lillard did outlast Wall in the cuts for the 2014 World Cup, that probably won't mean much at that point in time, and it probably doesn't even mean that much right now. But before we continue on with this topic, we have a word from our sponsor. That's right, we have a sponsor on this podcast. We are proud to announce a sponsorship of SeatGeek. I've been looking for tickets to go to a Mariners game by the end of the season. They're in a big race for the playoffs. If you if you haven't been paying attention, they're trying to get one of the two wild card spots in the American League. They haven't made the playoffs in 15 years. So obviously, I definitely want to go before the season ends. I'm looking for some Oregon Duck games to go to this season. And I'm already seeing great deals for tickets on SeatGeek. And I'm also keeping an eye on... On the Riff Raff concert this weekend, I already set a price alert. You know, buying sports tickets or concert tickets has always been a pain. And it's always really hard to find the best deal for that game or show you want to go to. And none of those older ticket websites that have been around for a long time really want to change that. And SeatGeek is different. They've come along. They've created an amazing app and a website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell their tickets. And SeatGeek is the first place that I go to for game or concert tickets, like I just mentioned. Everything about SeatGeek is designed to make your life easier as a sports or music fan. SeatGeek does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites, ensuring that you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work. You save time and money by using SeatGeek. Think of it like uh, kayak.com for tickets. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. And that's why SeatGeek is giving a grade-based value for every ticket that is on their website. So you'll immediately see any underpriced seats or find the best deals that fit within your budget using their deal score. And it's just a phenomenal service. It's a great app. And best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. And the way you redeem that is you download the SeatGeek app if you don't already have it, go to the setting tabs, and click add a promo code. Enter promo code LO Blazers. And SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LO Blazers today. So, so back to the topic that we were discussing earlier. It would obviously be a huge moment for the Blazers and their franchise if they were able to get Damian Lillard on Team USA, if they were able to have anybody on Team USA. They were going to have Alpha Rukaminu with Nigeria on the team, but there was a little bit of an insurance dispute that caused him not to play. Festus Azili's knees are, are really bad, and he had a chance to play for Nigeria as well, but he didn't make it either. And the Blazers haven't had an Olympian since Nicholas Batum, and they haven't had anybody make Team USA since Clyde Drexler in 1992. So... In 2020, that will have been 28 years since the last time they had a Blazer on Team USA. And, you know, a couple other things to consider. That's going to be Lillard, probably Lillard's best and last chance to make the team because, well, actually, probably this year, honestly, was the best chance for him to make the team. But obviously, his injury happened, and you, you can't knock him for wanting to be able to rest and play, be in a controlled environment, not you know strain himself too much 
in a international competition like that where, you know, if he's just working out in a controlled environment, it's a little bit better, but you're if you're playing for Team USA, the competition's going to be much higher. You're probably going to it's going to be a little bit more strenuous, I would imagine, even given Lillard's reputation for strenuous workouts. But it will be his pro- you know, he's going to be 30 by that time. He will have just turned 30 by the time the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo comes around and another and like we mentioned Curry is going to be in the front of the line for that spot for for a guy that's never been to the Olympics. He's and and Curry is is going to be 32. And so and on top of that, he's going to have the advantage of having worn the red, white and blue in international competition before because he was on that 2014 World Cup team. And so that's why I think more so 2019 is going to be a bigger moment for Lillard because if he makes the team then, then he has a chance. I wouldn't even say that if he makes that team, you know, given whatever the circumstances are in, in that year, whether guys are, are participating or what, he's got to make the 2019 team to have a chance to play for the United States in Rio. That's his only chance. And again, looking at... Jerry Colangelo's comments to Mark Stein. It just doesn't seem like it's going to be a very welcome environment for newcomers to try and make the team for 2020. And again, Colangelo can't control what happens. Obviously, he can't influence or put pressure on the game's best players to come if they don't want to. But, you know, you, there's going to be, you know, it, it's probably not going to be as much of a there probably isn't going to be as much trepidation from players you know, as unfair as it, as it was for there to be some trepidation, I guess, to go to Brazil, given all this, you know, the, the, the Zika virus and, and the organi- the organizing and, and, and all that stuff, you know, all those things, you know, they, they were very smart in answering that it wasn't a factor, but the media coverage of it was so, so negative throughout the time that that could not, that definitely had an, had to have had an effect on a lot of these guys not going, uh, especially, you know, guys like James Harden or Russell Westbrook, who, you know, didn't really have injuries. They just said they weren't going to go. And so, you you look at all those things and there's probably going to be an even bigger pool of players i would imagine that will get a chance to go to tokyo in 2020 and these comments from jerry colangelo just make me feel like that that he has less of a shot and lebron james like i mentioned before the break has expressed interest in being there and so that spot is going to be there if he wants it it's going to be just like kind of like kobe in 2012 where you know maybe he was past his prime at that point, but he was going to play, and, and so uh, and and so you look at all that stuff, and you you have to think that hey, you know, there's probably not going to be a spot there for Damian Lillard, and you know maybe some people thought hey, there's an outside shot that maybe C.J. McCollum will get an invite, but he turned down an opportunity to be on the select team, which was the team that skirmished the gold medalists in Vegas back in July. And so you you look at all that and it, it seems very unlikely that a that a Blazer is going to be on team USA in 2020. I mean, obviously there's there's lots of things that can happen. So some guys can have breakout seasons or you know, some guys might decline a little bit quicker than we think to maybe open up a, a door for one of those guys, but it just doesn't really seem that likely that Lillard is going to get a shot to go to 2020 because 
it, it, it just doesn't seem like the that's in the cards. And and Colangelo's comments probably illustrate that more than anything. That they want guys who are experienced. They don't want newcomers. And again, like like I mentioned before, there's a lot of young guys on this past team that will have had experience now. They they already have the experience of winning a gold medal. No, it wasn't impressive, you know, for a lot of the tournament, but. They won the final by 30 plus, you know, they, they blew out Serbia. They, you know, did really well against Spain. That was a close game, but you know, Spain's a really solid team and they've medaled in three straight Olympics, but the, all the guys on that team this year are going to be up again for the most part to participate in 2020. I mean, I'm talking about guys like Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, DeMar DeRozan, all those guys, Jimmy Butler, all those guys are probably going to get another chance. I think the only guy that you can really say that isn't going to be there from this past year's, past year's, team, year's, team, year's team is Kyle Lowry because Kyle Lowry is getting up there in age. And then you also have Kyrie Irving who's going to take a spot, most likely, uh, on Team USA. So you have to consider all those things. And I'm just not seeing a spot for Damian Lillard because even though he ranks well, as Golliver noted, as Ben Golliver noted in Sports Illustrated, in terms of the guys that have never been to an Olympics, I feel like the pool is probably going to be even bigger in 2020. But again, you know, you can't predict the future and stuff like that. You never know who might not go to the Olympics. And so, uh, you know, maybe there's an outside chance, but I feel like his chances of going to the 2020 Olympics are probably a little bit more unlikely than they were this year. And so uh, if you were hoping to see Damian Lillard with Team USA in the Olympics, I think that maybe his best chance has already passed. And so with that, I, I, I think that, that it's a good place to wrap it up. Short episode today. I know uh, there's not a lot going on, but you know, I don't want to don't want to overdo it, especially right now. There, there's just so much stuff going on, you know, uh, outside of basketball, there's really nothing going on right now. NBA wise, uh, the Blazers haven't had their you know their little camp yet, where where they go and uh, you know meet up somewhere and work out together. I saw the other day that the Detroit Pistons are already doing something similar to that um, on Andre Drummond's Instagram account, uh, and you know. So maybe maybe they maybe the Blazers you know started a trend with with a lot of teams, but there's really nothing else that's particularly new. You know we talked about the uh, the the Travis Outlaw situation that uh, came up last week with Seth Johnston. We talked about the color commentator situation with Casey Holdall last week. Go back and listen to those episodes if you want a little bit more you know current event stuff. Oh, I guess uh, in terms of internet current events. Uh, Brandon Armstrong, B dot A dot, uh, the the basketball impersonator who I we actually had on the Bulls versus Blazers podcast, which I host with Sean Hyken, and Sean also hosts Locked On Bulls with Cody Westerlund. Uh, the basketball impersonator did an impersonation video of C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. Uh, it was hilarious. It was on point. You know, Brandon normally does a good job of researching the guys that he's doing impersonations of. He got a little help this time around from one of his buddies and uh, it was a really good, you know, it looked exactly like what you would expect from the basketball impersonators impersonating CJ McCollum, you know, CJ doing all myriad of 
crossover moves and shimmy shakes to get an open shot and Damian Lillard doing kind of that quick stutter step pull up three. Uh, so, you know, uh, it was a good video, what you would expect from Brandon Armstrong, the basketball impersonator, and probably the perfect thing to watch right now in the summer, considering there's nothing else going on. And there will probably not be much else to talk about until we get closer to training camp in around September. I guess the one thing that did go down last week was the United, uh, not the United States, excuse me, the NBA announced that they are officially moving the 2017 NBA All-Star Game to New Orleans. So New Orleans will be a host city once again. And yeah, that, that's about it. Yeah, they moved it from North Carolina uh, in response to their discriminatory laws uh, with regards to transgender people. And the NBA, you know, trying to make a statement with moving the all-star game, taking it out of North Carolina and props to the NBA for that uh, champion and inclusion. But that was really the only news that came about last week in terms of the NBA. And yeah, I mean, there's really not a whole lot else going on. So come back. We're going to be back again later this week with one more episode of Locked On Blazers. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, and we will talk to you later on this week. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.